I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to part two of Private Parts. It's just me and Francois today. Now, uh, as we said, we have some lovely letters that we're going to read out, uh, which honestly, we thank you so much to everyone who has written in to us. It means the absolute world. And the fact that this, we, one's, this one's just addressed to you. Is it? Find that one. <laughs> and so the fact that you send them in really actually well, does. Well, that one's just addressed to you. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, let's find the one that's... Oh, there we go. Francis, Jamie, and Guest. Okay, here we go. But So we're going to read out these letters. Um, it really does mean the absolute world. Honestly, to Francis and I, we, it, it means so much. Uh, so thank you to everyone who does this, and hopefully we can help you out with your son's situation. So here goes. Francis, read away. Dear Jamie, Francis, and Guest. Because um, we might have had a guest today, but uh, I was uh, unable to make it. <laughs> I am an avid listener of Private Parts Podcast and love hearing your voices each week. It really makes my day. Okay, so I'm having a bit of an issue at the moment. I'm a second year university student thinking about taking a year out between my studies to work, gain experience and travel. I've already taken a gap year before uni, but I feel like I'm not ready to finish my degree and become a proper adult. I realise my reasoning may not be as good, may, may not be good enough, but I also understand that, that degrees are important and so don't want to continue pursuing something I'm not ready for. I understand that Francis deferred his final year and was wondering <clears throat> what advice he could give regarding this. For example, is it better to go home for the year or stay where, stay where the university is? Does it matter what kind of work you do or if you're doing it uh, f to save money as all experience is valuable? Also, I have a boyfriend at uni whom I live with. He doesn't mind me t taking a year out so long as I live with him for the year as he's continuing his studies. So long as I live with him. I know I need to do what's best for me, but I also don't want, don't know what to do. Please help me. From, what's her, what's her name? Mir. It, 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 was like, Mir. it was like someone reading in an English class. Like, you know, and it goes, oh God, it's coming to that kid now. He's going to have to, yeah. that's what it literally was. Right, okay, we can give you advice on this. Listen, firstly. No, it's with the handwriting's a bit. First, it's actually very nice handwriting. Firstly, with this one, I want to say that it doesn't matter how old you are, you're always going to feel young. You're never going to grow up properly. Everyone. Well, you'll never, you'll never feel like a proper adult. You know, even I don't feel like a proper adult. I don't feel like a proper. And I speak to my dad, who's nearly seventy. He still feels like uh, he doesn't feel like a proper adult. I, I, I just think you've got your whole life to get experience. Um, working and traveling and stuff. I mean, I think just get your degree out of the way. Uh, if I was going to give you a bit of advice, I'd just say you got a year left. Get get your get your year done, and then go and do whatever you want. You can take it. You can take as many gap years as you want after university. And also, I think people worry so much about like, you know, I saw heard the statistic that in America, ninety five percent of students uh, would say that their happiness will come from their job. 
than actually having a family or anything like that. Everyone's so driven by career that actually just chill out. You'll fall on your feet 100%. You'll find your pathway without a doubt. Just relax, take your time, do what you want to do, do what makes you feel do what happy. Makes you, do, what make, do what you enjoy um, and makes you happy and then, you know, wealth and success will find you rather than going and seeking wealth and success. That is yeah. totally it, man. 100%, yeah. without be, a be doubt. Be too, too cool for money and then money will find you. There we go. Hey, we've got another letter. This is uh, from Joe. Uh, and I'm going to read so, this one. So, uh, but just, Mir, just a, a bit of advice. I would say you've got a year left. Just stick it out. Do it. Also, you don't want to, you know, it, it sounds like your boyfriend wants you to live with him. He doesn't want you to leave, so. <laughs> Good advice, Evan Francis. Right, we've got one. Uh, we have a letter from Joe. Um, and this one is um, very honest and open. Uh, to Jamie and Francis. I've been meaning to get in touch for a while to commend your joint approach to important topics, with a particular reference to the issues around mental health. Your willingness to tackle such matter head-on is not only refreshing and laudable, but has helped me realise that people, particularly young adults, should not consider conversations around mental health to be a taboo. This inability for young people to discuss their emotions, concerns and deliberating situations has hit me very hard in recent times. My brother sadly took his own life four weeks ago. He was 28. To the casual outsider, his life seemed to be going well. He had a great job, a nice house, a loving family, and a strong set of friends. However, he was clearly, he was clearly, oh my God. However, he was clearly suffering in silence and never saw fit to mention his troubles to those closest to him. His death is an absolute tragedy and is made all the harder to accept given that it came completely out of the blue. If your frank and often enlightening conversations can encourage just one person to open up and seek assistance when they are at the most vulnerable, then, the, then you will have made the world of a difference. Keep up the good work and keep fighting the worthy fight. Joe. Uh, he's also written at the bottom. He's uh, said this, and this is to all of uh, our listeners out there. Um, he said, P.S. My mother and I have set up a Just Giving page, uh, which is www.justgiving.com forward slash crowdfunding forward slash Kieran hyphen felon. We're going to leave the link uh, on our Instagram uh, at private podcast. So go and check it out. And if you feel like giving, that would be amazing. Um, I think there's a few things here. Uh, and how do we start off? I mean, well, d- uh, awful, awful tragedy um, that your brother took his own life. I think that's um, it's it's just the most um, horrific thing when it's when it's um, you know happens to someone uh, close to you. I think. Uh, but do you know what, Francis? It's the worst thing. You know, you, uh, we spoke this before, but suicide is the biggest killer for males under forty-five. Oh yeah, and it, and it's terrible. And it's it it is just such a preventable thing. Really, you know, just by making people aware that they can talk to people if they're in a bad... I mean, it's it's an irrational thing because it, it, suicide is a permanent solution to what is often a temporary problem, right? So, you know, no problem is is unsurmountable. And there are so many things that you can do instead, you know, to get, to get yourself out of that, that hole. It might seem like you're, you know, you're, you're in front of some, uh, you know, some huge obstacle that you can't overcome, but there's always a way out. There's always there's always someone that that will help you out. It's really interesting because um, I, I saw this. I think I've said this before, but I saw this uh, small documentary about this guy who he tried to commit suicide by jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco, and something like three and a half thousand people have jumped off the bridge. 
I saw uh, there's a documentary. It's it's a this guy talks about it. he talks about the these um, really poor people who who have done it, and he explains out of three and a half thousand people, um, there have been eighteen survivors. He's one of those eighteen survivors. Mm. Um, and what happens when you obviously do that? You you're you're, you're hitting terminal velocity and water becomes pavement pretty much. Mm. And it's, and he went and spoke to all of the people who uh, survived by jumping off. And out of all 18 of the survivors, every single one of them had something in common, that they all felt instant regret when they jumped. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is that uh, we all go through different issues. Some have uh, a lot deeper issues and, and are struggling far more than others. But we all have our different issues. And I was told once that feeling sad feeling anxious feeling um all these different emotions it's it's like a cloudy day you know there is blue sky above that cloud and it's just about finding a way of getting through that cloud to that blue sky and it will pass 100 percent. what you're dealing with will pass without a doubt you just have to allow the process we live in this world which is so full of instant instantness you know you want to get drunk you take a drink you want to get high you take a pill you want to uh, be entertaining, you watch YouTube, it's there and there and there. And yeah, the, instant gratification. I, instant yeah. gratification. The problem with uh, mental health and our emotions is that it doesn't just leave straight away. It's a process. It takes time to heal. And, and that's what people have to realise, that you can't just wake up one day and it will be okay. You have to talk about it. You have to get support. You have to be open and honest. And people are also, you know, people are proud and they don't want to, you know, let on that they're struggling. You know, a lot of people are dealing with some huge huge um uh you know life struggles and they're they're suffering in silence uh, and not letting uh the people around them know you know what they're going through and and sometimes it's as, it's as simple as that you know you know calling someone and 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 saying you know I'm in this in this difficult situation I don't know where to turn you know and and very often you know the people around you or you know you can call samaritans there are various um various organizations you can speak to who will you know be there as a as a you know a soundboard someone who will just listen to to what's going on and offer some 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 helpful advice to get you out of your uh, your your problems but it's interesting right because um i remember uh, and i spoke at this i went on to elizabeth day's podcast and she came on to our one and when I, I I remember my first ever when I was twenty two years old and I and it, I was telling you about this I had my first ever panic attack mm. and I didn't understand what was going on I had no clue I was uh, watching The Voice and suddenly they he started talking about how he had bronchitis and I suddenly started to feel really panicky and I had a full blown panic attack for five hours where I thought I was dying I thought I was mm. having a heart attack and dying I went to hospital they said no you're just having a panic attack don't worry about it. Um, and I said, well, what is this? And then for six months after that, I, I just didn't, I couldn't leave the house properly without feeling panicky. I couldn't really, you know, function. I was so full of anxiety. I was so full of uh, all these things that I didn't understand. And the problem was I didn't talk about it. I didn't tell anyone about it because if I spoke about it... Were it, we living together at the time? We right? weren't living together. It was just before we were living together. But I didn't talk about it because I was so... If I spoke about it, it became real. I remember standing in the shower and I literally was in the shower in my brother's room and I went, what is wrong with me? And because I said it out loud, it made it even worse. And I was feeling so incredibly anxious and all these different emotions. And the problem with anxiety is that 
when you feel anxious and you don't understand it, that then will lead to you feeling depressed because you're feeling depressed because you're feeling anxious. Yeah. And I didn't think there was any way out. And thank God, uh, you know, I got through it and I got past it by actually in the end talking about it. Uh, my biggest things are speaking about it and exercising. Honestly, exercise mm. is one of oh, the yeah, things. Yeah. You know, you do your jujitsu. How much? How good is that? Oh well, yeah, mentally? I mean, it is uh, a huge sort of grounding um, force in my life, and it you know gives you that that structure and the consistency to to sort of almost a, a sort of framework to build the rest of your life on because you you've got that routine and you know that you you know you've got goals which you're working towards and and then everything else kind of fits into place after, after that. I, I, I you know I. I you know, told this to you. I think jujitsu has fantastic done me a huge um, uh, service, and and they say you know jujitsu gives different things to different people. But but you know generally, if there's something you kind of are not happy with in your life, very often it will be um, you know just exercising and having some routine that you do week in week out <clears throat> can really help you and and uh, improve your sleep and all sorts of stuff. But um, but yeah. I, yeah, I just think, just to you, Joe, uh, thank you for being so open and honest and uh, wicked about it. I'm so sorry to hear of your loss. It is really, honestly terrible. Um, but, you know, you're, you're not alone in this kind of area, you know, and, and talking about it is the best way possible. So we really do appreciate that letter. Yeah, thanks for your letter. Yeah, thanks for your letter. And hopefully, um, hey, listen, keep writing to us. We, um, we really do appreciate it. And but this one is from uh, Jade and Lindy. Okay, here we go. It says, Dear Framey, which is funny because that's both of our names together. We're together. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> me and my colleague thought we would write in to say how much your podcast makes us laugh whilst at work. Oh. oh. Well, we hope you're uh, actually doing your work and not just listening to our podcast. <laughs> not just laughing, but we're sorry about that. Just can't help it. We work in an office environment, so we're constantly getting, getting funny looks whilst entertaining ourselves with your podcast. As we are laughing out loud at some of the things you guys say, we especially love how everyone rips into Jamie. <laughs> they don't rip into me that much, it's almost, do they? It's almost too easy. <laughs> Lindy is a, new, a newish listener, so there's plenty of hours to catch up on. Myself, however, is listening to the recent ones and some old ones. Thanks so much for making our work days even better. Jade and Lindy. Well, oh, Jane, Lindy, thank you so much for that. We really appreciate it. Oh, P.S. Lindy says Ross isn't a bad name. What was, do you think Ross is Wait, a bad name? What, 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 why is 2007? Oh, because that's probably when we did the uh, podcast in 2017. God, that's... that's that, do you realise how long ago it's that is? It's a hell of a long time ago. Okay, we have another Feels one. Feels like years ago. We've got another <laughs> one from... <laughs> another one from Will. And this is a picture of Jade and Lindy. Hi, Jade and Lindy. Oh my God, you're so pretty. Jamie, I don't know if you can't see that, but Jamie just snatched the picture out of my hand, just <laughs> no, looked, taking a really keen look at it. No, I didn't. Oh my God, you're so pretty. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not yeah. doing that at all. Yeah. No, I'm not. Hey, let, you're gripping it so <laughs> tightly. We got one from Will. Hi, Will. Did you just put it in your pocket? No, I didn't put it in my pocket. Hi, Will. Hi, Jamie and Francis. I'm a huge fan of you both, and the podcast should have won at the British Podcast Awards. Oh, don't we know it. Yeah, you guys were robbed. I just wanted to write to you guys to thank you for putting a smile on thousands of faces every week. Your podcast... Well, 257,000 last week. <laughs> your podcast is the perfect mix between laughter and deep conversation. Each week is refreshingly different. I'm trying to get my own podcast up and running at the moment, and I'm also a geologist and a TV presenter. So if... Does that, say, that does say geologist, doesn't it? Yeah, geologist. Or gynecologist. Oh, gynecologist. 
He's a gynecologist and a TV researcher. So if either of you want your family trees... <laughs> Genealogist. <mate>. Gene- <laughs> <laughs> I just loved how confused you were. You were like, these are you want your family trees done? What? What's that have to do with vaginas? <laughs> What is it? A genealogist. <laughs> a genealogist TV researcher. That's a random little mix. Uh, so if either of you want your family trees researched, give me a shout. Oh, yeah. Keep doing what you do. We all loving every minute. Cheers, Will. Will. Will, you absolute hero. We, we, uh, we would love our family trees. That is so epic of you, man. Hey, listen, Will, big up you. Thank you so much for that. Hey, Francis. We've done that one. Oh, yeah, this one's, these ones are to you. No, so. but we oh, wait, we've got this one. Here we go. We've got another one. Here we go. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, this is a nice one. Oh, look. Dear all at private parts. So, so this is even to you guys as well, the producers. <clears throat> all right. Oh, God, there's a pic. Oh. The answers. So here we go. So you, you okay, just read that. Here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Dear all at private parts, I've recently stumbled across your podcast and I've literally become addicted. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> I'm currently in my last year of A-levels and your podcasts have got me through the long hours and late nights I've recently finished my exams as I do three art subjects. Similarly to Jamie, not too academic. <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? It's true. <clears throat> But I've had a super intense couple of weeks of 15-hour exams, all 15-hour d- exams. Can't be 15-hour exams. That must be a total of 15. That's far too long. It must be a total of 15-hour of exams. <clears throat> all day, every day, in silence. Your podcast has given me a chuckle at the, at the end of each day. I'm also proud to tell you that I've listened to all 115 episodes, live podcasts, bonus tracks, and actually two times. What? That's nuts. Got your question? Oh no, no, no! Actually, two times I've got your qu- your question of the week right. <laughs> that would be. Uh, I thought she meant she'd listened to all of them twice. <clears throat> Complete fluke, but made me feel so clever. Anyway, this led me to think uh, if I can start learning some random and awesome facts, maybe I'll start start uni in September. I can impress some of my hopefully, fingers crossed, new friends, and might even, might even. What does that say? Might even. Fool them into thinking I'm kind of bright. No, I'm, you sound very bright. You actually have very neat handwriting as well, which is... Uh, looks like my older sisters. Does it? Um, so, so in, in the question of the week style, uh, I've enclosed a whole list of questions and answers that I'm going to try and uh, memorize before the end of September. Francis, perhaps one of these could be your question of the week. Yeah, thanks. Okay, here we go. So, uh, so here we go. Give me the questions. I'm going to try and get them out. So okay. Here we go. Um, or should we save them for another... No, no, okay. No, Which go. two body parts never stop growing? I know this. Oh, yeah? I'm going to go for hands and nose. 
No, no, hands? No, yeah, no, no, you, yeah. You it, think your hands never stop growing? Yeah, they don't. I know, I, oh, it's not, no, no, ears and noses. Ears and noses never stop growing. Ears and nose. <laughs> ears and nose. It heads, shoulders, ears and nose. Ears and, what? Okay. Next one, okay. Uh, okay, which two body parts? Okay, what name do French people call a French kiss? Uh, a bisou? No, that's just a kiss. A bisou, maybe? A bisou? A bisou is a French kiss, isn't it? What did Theodore Roosevelt have as a pet? Do you know this one? An ostrich or something, I think. These are all great questions, which I'm going to have to uh, re- read uh, in later episodes. I'll keep these as... Um, okay, here we go. So, future. the answer to... So just do the answer to... Uh, the answer to uh, which two uh, body parts keep growing, growing... She's the written, nose and the ears? Uh, is nose and ears keep getting yeah. bigger. That was it. Yeah. Um, in 2014, glacho, meaning to kiss with tongues, was a... Uh, galoche. A, galoche was added to the dictionary. Roosevelt was best known for his pet hyena Ah, oh Bill. yes, yes, that's right. I yeah. love that. Hey, uh, we want to give you a big shout out. Um, oh, we've got some more. Hold on, wait, so we just want to give you a big shout out. Uh, Sophie. Um, Sophie Todd. Sophie Todd, 18. From, from Suffolk. From, from Norfolk. Uh, from Norfolk, oh yeah. You are a complete rock star. Thank you so much. Um, you are very smart. Don't don't let anyone tell you differently. Thank you these so These are great questions. We're gonna, I'm going to use these as my uh, questions of the week. And you will know the answers to a few of them because you sent them to us. Okay, we got one uh, from Alex who is uh, from Hampshire. And he says, Dear Jamie, no Francis in this one, what a legend. I've kept forgetting to write into you guys. However, I was in the gym today listening to the Vicky Passon episode. I stopped and wrote the address down. So hopefully you get this letter. My name, Alex Filder, and I flipping love this podcast. I've never really been into podcasts before this one, and it's had a real impact on my life. As a 22-year-old lad, it helped me to understand that it's okay to talk about the intimate parts of your lives with your friends. Your understanding of world issues from a young person's perspective is great. Going for a drive and just listening to the guys chat is like chilling out and having a great conversation with your mates. I love your attitude towards life and your positive attitude. It's really been hilarious and interesting. Please continue for years to come. Can't wait to see what you accomplish with your career. I recommend your podcast to all my favourite mo- oh, all my thanks. mates. My favourite moment is still London Hughes and Reese James's prank calls. You should try to do more of those. Uh, Sorry about my horrific handwriting. Don't worry, well, mine is worse than yours. Mine's actually worse than that. Yeah, yeah. I've just got back from the gym and my arms are killing. Sending lots of love, your pal, Alex. Alex, Alex. you are our freaking pal, man. 100% you're our pal. Thank you so much, Alex. That was a lovely letter. That was a lovely, lovely letter. Uh, we also have a letter from a lovely person called Lindsay. Lindsay, you know who you are. Now, she asked us not to read out this letter. But firstly, she talks about how... Uh, I'm going to read it out. <laughs> firstly, she talks about how much she likes writing letters and how it's a dying art. And your letter is beautifully written. It's wonderful. And she talks about... She asks a very poignant... Poignant? Poignant question. Poignant. Poignant. A poignant question. Uh, she asks... She uh, asked a poignant question about donkeys. <laughs> She asked a poignant question about self-confidence. She doesn't feel that she's very confident and she lacks that. And she asked me to... Not read any of that out. (laughs) Yeah, I asked her not read any of that out, but I am. But she asked, how am I so confident? Hey, I'm going to be totally honest with you, Lindsay. I'm I'm not as confident as you think I am, uh, nor is Francis. Actually, Francis and I are both actually quite shy people sometimes. 
mm. in a weird kind of way. Are we shy? Maybe we're not. Maybe that's wrong. It's not like we'd ever go on a TV show or anything. Like <laughs> yeah, 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 that was just pure validation. I think everyone lacks self-confidence. Um, everyone really does in this mm. world. Sometimes you've got to fake confidence to make confidence, I think. You know, if you, if you often pretend that you're confident and then you, you know, you make a decision to go out and do something that, you know, maybe you, you previously wouldn't naturally have done, uh, often just the very act of doing that shows you that, it, that, that the worst that might happen is not actually that bad. And, and, uh, and then you start to become more confident doing that. You know, I, I think definitely when, when we started doing our shows, you know, on our tour last year, uh, I think neither of us were particularly like confident stage performers, but but just the process of going out and almost pretending to to be confident after a while became we became much more confident and at ease up there. But also, I just want uh, you to know that um, I promise you, every single person lacks self confidence and they deal with a lot of self doubt. Everyone does, um, and. It's just about, you just have to realize that in yourself, Lindsay, without a doubt, and this is sounding a little bit hippie, but uh, you are 100% good enough, you're 100% great enough, and you don't need to try and impress anyone because the only person you need to really impress and be happy with is yourself. So don't And your parents. And, and your parents. But my parents are definitely not impressing me. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's totally true. I'm All just it, kidding, though. You don't need to impress your parents. Sometimes, <laughs> actually, that can be the wrong way to go about things. Yeah, but you if just... You, if you live your life for your parents, you can obviously, obviously, uh, you know, often end up very unhappy. <laughs> okay. But I think that um, I really um, realise that you, 100%, whoever you are, are definitely worthy enough. You know, the fact that you're, you don't feel like you're confident, trust me, you will make up for that in so many different ways that you have no idea. And uh, often, often uh, a lack of confidence is a sort of irrational fear of, of, of what might happen if you, if you put yourself out there in, in new social uh, situations. And, and, you know, like I said, if you fake it till you make it and you sort of act confident, even more confident than you might actually feel, eventually you'll realize that the, the worst is not that bad. And, and uh, you then, you know, then it has a positive also, yeah. positive impact on your future interactions. With also, people. Lindsay, you know, you wrote us a letter, a handwritten letter. That's pretty confident in itself. That's pretty ballsy, Lindsay. That is pretty freaking ballsy. You're a rock star, Lindsay, 100%. Um, hey, listen to everyone. Hey, thank you so much for all of those letters. That means the absolute world. Uh, from France tonight, it really does make us so happy, the fact that we are actually reaching out to people. We really do like talking about these issues. You were angry that they didn't send any treats. <laughs> yeah, can you send me? Can you send me some money or some sweets? No, next time? some treats. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, send me anything you want. Treats. You want some dog treats? <laughs> I know that we have a laugh a lot of the time, uh, and we make a light of lots of conversations. But what we are really trying to do as well is we firstly, first of all, is we want to entertain all of you and we hopefully do that but secondly also we do want to talk about serious issues you know this is called private parts it's about opening up about your private parts whatever that is they don't have to always be funny they can be very serious and they can be emotional and they can be upsetting but it's all about people opening up and talking a lot more about different things so we really couldn't appreciate more that you have taken the time out of your very busy days to write us a letter and please you know if you want to send another letter we or if you want to us to read out your letter, then just send it to uh, Jamie Lang and Francis Bull, 79 to 81, Borough Road, London, SE11DN. Send us letters. We want to read them out. We want to help you. Uh, it means, the, it really does. It means the absolute world that we are making people laugh and helping and it's kind of It's kind of like uh, nice because, 
you know, we, we record this podcast. We don't see any of you when we're recording it. And so, you know, obviously we get the, the listenership figures back, but, but it's nice to actually get something tangible from the listeners because, you know, it, it just shows us that we're actually doing something that people are out there and actually it, it's, it's means something to people. And also just to let you know, you know, Francis and I both um, have been and dealt with so many different issues ourselves and still deal with like self-confidence, why well, I do, and things like that. So we're all in the same boat together, people. Yeah. All of us, we're in the same boat, um, without a doubt. We really, really appreciate it. Hey, Francis, uh, you've got to give us the answer to the question of the week as well. So, the, uh, the question, this, this one is actually from, uh, this one is actually from Sophie Todd. <clears throat> uh-huh. The, uh, which, which nostril do dogs sniff good smells out of? I said the right one. It's actually their left one. Oh, God. You had a 50-50 shot there <laughs> and you got it wrong. And I got it wrong. And, and yeah. what do they smell out of the other one? And they smell danger out of their right nostril. Do they? Yeah. Well, how can you smell danger? Oh, dogs can smell a lot of things. They well, can, I, dogs, can, dogs can see ghosts. I must stink then when I go around a dog. Oh, because you're dangerous? Yeah, because I'm dangerous. Oh, yes, you're yeah. a da- dangerous man. I'm dangerous, boy. <laughs> a registered <laughs> dangerous <laughs> A registered dangerous man. <laughs> You're on that register of dangerous men, aren't you? Hi, hey, listen, everyone. Um, it was a, it was a different podcast. So we just wanted to read out all of your Sophie letters. Sophie Todd, thank you very much. Lindsay, Alex, we've loved getting your letters. Joe, Will, Joe. Um, every single person who has written in it means the complete world to us. Um, listen, as France said, if you want to write us a letter, please do. Um, 79 to 81 Borough Road, SE1 1DN. What we like to do at the end of the podcast is ask our guests to leave us with something inspirational. But hey, buddy, this time you're going to take the reins. Francis, leave us with something inspirational. Um, well, I guess maybe inspirational. Uh, I suppose that letter from Joe is quite, uh, quite uh, you know, a moving letter and I, I just I suppose what I want to say is if you are down if you're if you're feeling down about something um, you know there is help out there you know don't let it get get don't let it overwhelm your life there's always something you can do to fix things or you know and any problem that you might be facing that might seem like uh, you can't you know get through it you can you know and there, there's someone out there you can call Samaritans you can call St. James's places and another hey and also just at the end of the day you, you know just get in touch with us. Yeah, and uh, without yeah. a doubt, get in touch with us. We'll, we'll get in touch. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. Get, send us a, send us a letter if you if you uh, you know got any problems. We'll try try our best to help you out. Hey, listen, everyone, we love you to bits. We'll see you next week. Ta ta. Goodbye. So long. Farewell. Avidazay. Ciao. Ciao. Au revoir. Abianto. Hasta luego. See you later. Bye. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.